Dude, today's been a rough one. I've told you a little bit. Yeah. I, what did I call it? I feel like I punched in the stomach like I woke up. Yeah. And there was... He's like a fighter. Brock Lesnar. Sure. At the side of my bed and just punched me right in the stomach. Yeah, he just gave it to you. Yeah. It's been a rough day. Rough day. You want to talk about it? No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to press. Don't. Ah. But it's good now. I had some cheese, and uh, that always brightens my mood. I'm hungry. I need some food. Yeah. We're not eating till 2.30. or 3 o'clock. Yeah, I know. We're eating Rubio's. Yeah, I'm not super excited about that one either. But it is what it is. It is. I'll find something. They have good food. They have good seafood. Really? Yeah. It's a chain, though. Get a shrimp burrito. Have you ever been to Long John Silver's? I have. Is that real seafood? No. But this is this is not... Like, you know Apollo Loco? Yeah. Like, it, it's grilled right there. Like, it's fresh. Okay. That, it's like the Apollo Loco. It's like one of those types. Okay. Like, an in and out Yeah, so. that's where we should go. Yeah, they know. They know that. Look at that. See? <laughs> oh, they're the worst. They are the worst. So, what's up with you? How's your Tuesday going? Um... So far, so good. Uh, I'm a, I am a little bit hungry. Um, I've been itching for some coffee lately, but I don't know what I want to get. I want to try something new and like find my new staple. And because it's getting a little bit warmer, I want to go away from like the hot the hot drinks. Um, we we should make our own cold brew. We should. Yeah, let's go get coffee today. We should. That'd be cool. Because if we if we make it today after this, sit twenty four hours, we could drink it tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That'd be cool. What kind of beans do you want to use though? Um, we'll go to we'll go to the store. Cool. Colt will probably be the. Yeah. Sweet. Option. That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. Because uh, yeah, that I I had a cold brew. So like, I don't like to drink, um, coffee. I'm a little bit more particular because. Uh, like the cold, like it's that's one of the only things I think that you can drink cold or hot. You know what I mean? Like what are some, what are some other things that you can really drink cold or hot? Tea. Tea. Tea's the other one. Milk. Nope. Can't do that. <laughs> Orange juice. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, you're right. So like tea and tea and coffee, right? Coffee. Yeah. So I'm I'm particular on. Besides, like, butter coffee, on drinking cold drinks when it's hot outside and then drinking hot drinks when it's yeah. cold outside. Because, like, especially living in Arizona, you don't want to drink a, a hot drink when it's 105 no. degrees outside. Your drink doesn't even taste hot. It's room temperature. Yeah, it's, it's like- actually, yeah, it, it's a little bit cold. You're like, hey, could you heat this up so it, it's lava? Um <laughs> And so, yeah, we're, we're in that air. Like, in the morning, I could still do a, a, yeah, a, hot, do a hot drink. drink yeah. But, like, right now, like, I would want a cold drink unless the sun went down. Yeah. That's like, so, like you said, you wanted to you like, want to do coffee? I'm like, yeah. No. Like, I want to yeah. LaCroix. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going through that right now. That's uh, my, my crisis. So, the thing I'm thinking about trying is... Um, I mean, I've had it before, but, like, okay, here's a good example. Um, a week ago, I made myself eat a blue cheese salad. 
Okay. Yeah. I've, I've had blue cheese before, and I'm not a, not a huge fan. I'm like, ah, it tastes weird. I think it's going to be ranch, and then it's not. And so I'm like, just don't. I'm not going to eat it. I'm just going to do do ranch. But for whatever reason, I made myself order it. I ate it, and I really liked it. Yeah. It was good. And so with coffee, I think sometimes it's like that as well. So like I've had an iced Americano before. Not a huge fan. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of it the first time I had it. But it's like, I want to try it again and make myself like, like it. it. Because I know I, like, I know I like espresso. Like, I'll drink espresso by itself. And it's just espresso and water. Yeah. So that's my thing. How much does your mind make up if you like or dislike something? Especially with food. So I was eating peanut butter the other night. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, all right, this tastes like peanut butter. I go, what if in my mind I'm telling myself it's going to taste like cotton candy? Will it taste like cotton candy? It didn't. Yeah. But. Because we can only go so far. Yeah, so if I want to, like, same thing. Like, I've started to like a lot of new stuff. But if you go into it saying, hey, I'm going to like this. It's going to taste different, but I'm going to like it. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, I actually like this. But if you want to go in thinking that blue cheese is some nice creamy ranch, and it's not. <laughs> Well, I remember it was a, a little kid. bit crumbly. Yeah, as a mom's... kid, I'd get wings, you know? Yeah, I'd get some ranch, and I'd dip it, and I'd be like, oh, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's the blue cheese. Blue cheese, it's a bad rap, I think, because people think it's ranch. Yeah. Yep. Um, going, going back to what you said about so much of your mind controlling what you like or dislike with regards to food, it's something that you've talked about before. It was, um, can you essentially raise a kid to be colorblind when they're not. Yeah. So can you tell them that pink is actually orange and red is green? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, you can, totally. You think so? Because mm-hmm. they'll go, that's orange. And people will be like, no, that's green. But you told me it was orange the whole time. So now... Now the other person is just going to be like, oh, you're, you're colorblind. colorblind. So now they're going to think they're colorblind. <laughs> I think they'd realize that there was thought wrong because yeah. they'll have some interaction with someone and they'll teach them. No, see, it says orange and yeah. it's an orange current. Like, like, but uh, I think naturally, you can. I don't know. So I mean, it goes back to how much were you taught growing up? Everything you were taught growing up shaped the way you think now. Do you think that, okay, so I understand, like, that's more like of a thought experiment. Do you think that you could actually, that someone actually sees, who's not colorblind, who actually sees, because that's not real, who actually sees red as green? So that green border right there? Yeah. It's actually red. Yeah, do you think that, though? It is red. Well, it's not. I see it. It's red. Are you choosing to see it as I red? don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I had a friend and we had this conversation all the time. Because you can mold our minds. But can you with, because that has to go back to your cones and rods that you have in your eyes. Mm-hmm. And like humans only have, I think it's four. four well, six. I guess you can mold it to a point. Or like um, an octopus has 18. So they, they can see colors that we can't even imagine. Like we can't even fathom them in our mind. Because every shade of something is is imaginable, where an octopus actually sees like something more than we do. Okay. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah, but we can't even fathom that. Think about something. Think about seeing something that you can't see. Yeah. 
It's like imagining nothing. Like, you can't actually do that. That's weird, huh? That's crazy. So. Well, how was your week? It was good. Um, I actually had a pretty pretty busy weekend. Um, yeah, we actually hung out. We did. Well, I mean, we, we hang we out hung, every weekend. No, but we hung out. Oh, we do? Every Sunday. But no, we hung out not during business hours. I know. We were not paid to hang to be together for yeah. this event. We actually paid to be together. Yeah. Yeah, so. we went and saw my favorite comedian. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Chris D'Elia. It was great. It was so Follow good. the leader it was tour. So good. Oh. I cried probably seven times. <laughs> Like, I was laughing so hard. Like, my, I feel like I worked out my core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my face hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've never, I've been to comedy shows, but I've never been to, like, a professional comedy okay. show yeah. like that. Like, oh, so much more. Like, it's open. I'm like, man, his opener's killing it. Like, yeah. it's great. Different level, Chris D'Elia. Oh, like, yeah. 100%. And I would never, because I've watched him on TV, but, yeah, like, you can't. Yeah. It's not the same. It was so much fun. Like, it was... So I was I wasn't I was a little bit worried going into it because I already loved him like in his shows his podcast interactions on Twitter I'm like oh this dude is this dude's hilarious and I'm like have I built him up so much in my head <laughs> that I'm gonna be like disappointed yeah. and he just shattered all mm-hmm. expectations yeah I was just worried it's gonna be too short yeah I was I, worried it's gonna be like thirty minutes yeah halfway through the end I'm like. I'm like, this is kind of long. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting tired. Yeah. yeah. But, uh. It was great. It was so much fun. So many funny jokes. Yeah. It was different than his other two specials mm-hmm. as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. His other ones seemed to be, um, more realistic in, like, real life stories. Mm-hmm. Where this one seemed, like, Still based in reality, but then just taken to the extreme. more creative in it. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot more creative in it. So funny. Yeah. So funny. He's good. I can't I just, remember any of it, but... Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> not surprising that you can't. I remember everything. <laughs> uh, I like this opener at time, though. I was, I was not expecting anything out of that yeah. guy, and he... He delivered. Yeah, same thing. He just calls him his opener too. Like he talks about him all the time, and so I'm like, oh, I'm I'm excited that he was there. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was very good. I noticed that uh, I think noises are really funny, like sounds. Mm-hmm. Like uh. Joints. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's the they're just so funny to me. So, uh, both of them did a lot of that. They did. But I'm also a Dude, What was with everyone getting up and walking around? I have no idea. So how m- the tickets, the tickets when we got them, we got them in November mm-hmm. and it, it was in April. So they were $40 a ticket. Yeah. So pretty, like more expensive than a movie, yeah. right? Um, and the, I don't think that there was one point in time where everyone just in our section just sat there. No, it was constant people getting up and going somewhere. Yeah. Don't know where they're going. Dude, I wonder if it was pumped throughout the theater. Probably. But still. Where are you going? Like, it's 40 minutes. You can't just yeah. sit there. It's weird. It was frustrating. It was a little bit annoying. So. It was. But. So, that was one thing I did. Um, it was my three-year 
anniversary with my girlfriend. Wow. So that was cool. And this was kind of like the whole weekend was about. So that was that, which is cool. And it's way different dating someone in high school than dating them out of high school. So we started dating in high school. And like you saw each other every day for like five minutes between classes. Maybe you had a class with them. And then that was kind of it. If you played sports, you didn't hang out or whatever. And then being out of... Excuse me. Just so bored with this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Being out of high school. um, It's weird because there could be days where it's like we don't... Like days without seeing each other or long periods of time of being together. Both of them are good. Both of them also suck. So, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's different. It's also weird being young and dating someone because it's like, oh, yeah, want to come back to my parents' place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I was a... So being married and living alone for the past two and a half years, three years, yeah. two and a half years, like I'm just not used to checking in yeah. with my mom or whatever. Like I, just, even when I lived at home, I just went wherever. I never told her where I was going. Like she didn't care. Um, and like I was taking some friends out, and the parent told me to drive safe. And I was like, like make sure you wear seatbelts, drive safe. I'm like, what? They don't tell me how to live my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not used to that. I mean, yeah. it was super weird. And like came over to the driver's side to say it to me. Checked on you. Yeah, and I was like, this is weird. Yeah. And I look around, like, anyone else, no one else starts work, but they live that life. Yep. So I get it, like... It's weird. Text me, how late you're going to be out? And, like, like, it finally just left my mind. Yeah. But it gets to a point where, like, living in this house, like, when I would drive home to my new house by myself, I'm like, oh, this is cool, I'm driving home. And then, like, it finally reached a point where, like, this is just normal life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, three years, that's cool. Um, yep. Wow. What year did you start dating then? 2016. Okay. 4 8 16. See how that works? Hmm. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Mine's That's hard to remember. 12 9 16. Well, the problem is, the universe is 12 9 16, but we were looking at 12 10. Yeah. That date, so I'm always like, is it 9 or is it 10? I can't remember. Nah. But the other thing that we did is we also got sushi. So I don't know if you're a a, a fan of Japanese raw fish. Oh, of course. But it's pretty it's pretty good. It's my favorite, actually. Yeah. Okay, I have a funny story I have to tell. So I've loved sushi for my entire life. My dad introduced it to me. Um, I've had incredible sushi in Seattle right off uh, the coast, San Francisco, right, like had amazing sushi a little bit of a stomp when it comes to it because like i can't just go like squid ink or like the Dude, squid ink is good though yeah not gonna i haven't even tried it because not going to um so that's where that's where why my, that's where wait, my wait wait, wait wait why why is squid ink not elite huh why isn't it elite because they serve burgers there do they yeah oh have you been inside uh-uh Dude, they have a whole sushi bar. Don't care. I'm telling you. Quail eggs from there? Bomb. Okay, continue. 
Yeah. So elitist. And I don't want to be like that. I just am. Okay? So start dating Reagan three years ago. I'm like, hey, I'm going to impress this girl. Take her out to a nice sushi dinner. But I understand that, you know, not everyone, not everyone likes it. So I'm like, hey, can I take you out to sushi? She was like, nah. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, does the schedule not line up for you? Or she's like, I'm not eating raw fish. And I'm like, what? And she's like, I'm like, have you ever had it before? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, how long ago? She's like, seven years ago. I'm like, oh, so you were 11? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just try it. I know you'll like it. Like, I know, I know, I know it well enough where I can get you food that you'll enjoy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no. And so for three years, I've neglected myself sushi with her. And so I would get it every once in a blue moon. And then finally, through peer pressure um, with your wife, mm-hmm. we all went. She goes. She loves it. <laughs> pretends like she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> and then says, ah, oh, hey, you want to go get sushi to me? But you've informed me that she told Chloe that she really liked it and yeah. wants to go back. And so I start playing this game because I have nothing better to do in my life. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to go and get it when I've been neglected for three years. <laughs> and then it turned into this whole thing where she like, has craved it so much that she we got it one time. We got it three days in a week. Yeah. We got it on Thursday. We got it on Saturday. And then we got Dang, it on Monday it's again. Healthy. Dude, I'm like... I don't like sushi anymore. <laughs> and so I told her that she has to pump the brakes a little bit because she's yeah. driving me crazy. And it's expensive. It is expensive. Well, and that's the thing. Like sushi to me is a nice is a nice meal, is a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, let's let's go somewhere good and yeah. let's pay let's pay what yeah. it's worth. And that 3 week thing, she did the place that we go to, mm-hmm. expensive fries. And then that thing next to um, yeah. Chipotle. I know. She was telling Chloe to go there. What's it called? I don't want to go there. I, I, it's I, a no, strip mall. Like, it's not yeah. a strip mall, but it's... It's the Four Corners. Yeah. Yeah, guess where... Dude, <laughs> guess where <laughs> Squid Ink is Wait, at. Squid Ink is a restaurant. What's it next to? And it's What's it next to? A Rubio's, <laughs> a chiropractic <laughs> office, <laughs> and an insurance wait, company. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Wait, what's what's one called the yen? What's yen next to? A gas station? Is it? I think so on the corner right there. Oh yeah, at the other corner. But that's the thing. Hole in the wall. <laughs> There's a hole in the wall. Versus versus four corners white and Imperial, and yeah. while I was at yen, it's not near here, and not I ran near. into a friend. Oh, that's right. So it must mean it has something about it that. Is your friend a sushi snob? No, but she's she has the money. So there we go. She knows her goods. Yeah. So, what's what it's come down to is now we get sushi probably once a month, which is still a little bit for me. Dude, I ate so much of it last week, two weeks ago. Yeah. When I went to Squid Ink, had two quail eggs, had two like whole plates of sashimi, eel. Like they, they, yeah. my nice new stepmom. She just ordered everything on the menu. Like she kept ordering, and I was just like, "Yeah, it's crazy." Then when we all came, she was like, "I think I ordered too much." I'm like, "Yeah, I think." 
but it was really good. Yeah, I was hungry I when I octopus. Went. Don't don't go get sushi when you're hungry. I hate octopus though. Yeah, how'd you like it? Not the best. Chewy. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like the texture tastes good. Have you seen that video of the lady eating the, eating the octopus like alive? No. Dude, gross. Nah, look it up. Yeah, it's this like it's in, it's uncomfortable to watch. Weird. Yeah, this one felt alive. Like it wasn't fried or anything. Like, yeah, it was, just, it was chewy, rubbery. Yeah, tasty. and it had like yeah. these little his sucker was on there and everything. You know. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, Chloe didn't like it. But that eel sauce man, it, like the unagi, yeah, the one that we got when we were together. Yeah. You got it at yeah. How much? The sashimi is better at yen. It's thinner. Mm-hmm. It's too thick at a squid. Yeah. What what kind did you get, Dino? I can't. Whitefish. Is that what is that one? Whitefish. Yeah. Um. I get yellowtail, and then we did salmon the other day. Yeah, I know we didn't really get good. yellowtail. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's the best. Um, my, I think it was salmon. Yeah, salmon and uh, salmon's a, salmon's okay. I like it. It's just if I'm getting it, I have to get uh, yellowtail. Yeah, yellowtail's really good. Elitist. Yeah. Can't help it. Well, we gotta go to yellowtail sushi and see what it's like. Oh, we're we gonna we need to go to taco place. Oh, we're gonna ruby us there. Ugh. Whatever. So. What does that say? I, I can't read my own handwriting. Look at that. Mm. Oh, well. Yeah, so we uh, went to... I told you the story already, but I'll tell it again. Went out to, um, out to eat late night happy hour at a restaurant I like to go to. Apparently, what, what did you do Friday night? I got sushi. Oh, because Reagan texted Chloe, like, wanting to hang out or something. I thought she did. I don't know. Oh, well. Went to this restaurant, and I love, I like going there. We go there a lot. Nine o'clock, we sat for a half hour without being seen by anyone. We went up to the counter, like, the hostess, and told her twice. But first time, like, hey, like, yeah, no one, she's like, oh, I'll, I'll get someone over there for you. Yeah. Never showed up, went back. And she's like, oh, they still haven't been there? I'm like, no. It was miserable, dude. Miserable. Yeah. So. What ended up happening? Good food, at least? Yeah, or? so it was good food. What did I order? Oh, I got buffalo chicken dip bomb. But I ordered a drink, and I drank it, and it's late night. Like water? No, or? I got me a nice black IPA. One of my favorites from them, and I want another one, because it's cheap. It's li- That's why we went like there. black Iranian Persian exactly, apple, yes. apple juice? Apple juice, yeah. Okay. <laughs> just and I sure. want another one, so he doesn't, he's not around. So I'm like, I'm just going to go up to the bar and order. So I'm ordering a drink at the bar, and he's there at the bar, and we make eye contact. What's he doing there? And, like, getting a drink for yeah. someone else. And then, so he's back at our table now. He saw me. So he went to the table, yeah. and I'm still getting my drink, and I walk back there with my drink, and he's like, what you doing, bud? And I'm like, just getting a drink. She goes, what you get? And I'm like, pull him. Yeah. There's that. But little did I know, when he came back to the table, he started the conversation by looking to one of our friends, Melanie, yeah. saying, what's with your face? <laughs> or no, he said, what's up with yeah. you? And she's like, what? And he's like, your face. Huh. <laughs> he was the worst waiter I've ever had. But he was did, so- you, did anyone fire back at him? I think she did with that. She's like, oh, yeah. she said something probably. But she already got an argument with him earlier because, yeah, she's, he, uh, the, yeah. yeah he, he, she ordered something. He's like, we don't have that here. She's like, oh, well, they used to. And he's like, we've never had that. 
She's like, no, you have. Cause I, like, you come here all the time. Yeah. I wish I would have been with you guys. Like, I would have destroyed and this And it was dude. to a point where it was so comical. Like, you didn't know. Like, you were going to be mad because it was, like, yeah. funny. Um, I would have gone outside to, like, the nearest Chipotle and just brought right my food back. There's a Chipotle right down the street. Count there that yeah. one day when I was Snapchatting. Was it over <laughs> Westgate? No. It's uh, Grand and Bell. Oh, yeah. Um, but he... Uh, so then we call the our checks are full price, and we call the manager over. And the manager, I'll give you like I could give you twenty percent off or like sure whatever. So instead of the manager coming back and giving her a check, he tells the waiter that we complain. So the waiter brings the new checks and goes, "Sorry, apparently you guys thought you got bad service." <laughs> like maybe he thought that he was like being your. Being and that's what I think. About. I think he thought he was being pal. I think he was trying to. Um, Make it comfortable. Make it up because he forgot to see us for the 30 yeah. minutes, so he was trying to be cool. Like, yeah. But, no, it was bad. Yeah. It was so funny. It was horrible. Yeah. So. But anyway. I've never had – I've had survived. one I've had one bad waiting – well, okay. There's a difference between bad and poor, I think. Yeah. Right? So poor waiting experiences when we all went out to Camp Social. Yeah. Right? Terrible. And it was like an hour before we got our food or something, it felt like. And – so they gave you free drinks. <laughs> Good. Glad I got water. Um, but we were at, I think, like Reagan's birthday dinner. We go out with her family all the time. And um, our wait, our waitress appeared to have been intoxicated. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you this. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. And, like, so she came up. She's like, hi, guys. My name's whatever it was. Um can I like start you off by getting you some drinks? And so everyone goes around the table and there's like eight of us. Okay. And she's writing them down and then puts it away and comes back with, with no drinks says, hi, my name is so-and-so tells us about the special and asks if anyone wants anything to drink. <laughs> and so now we all like start looking at each other, um, comes back with like half of them. Doesn't say anything about the other ones. They never come. Um, order our food, ask for the drinks. She's like, oh yeah, sorry. Like, and then halfway through we are like, she like, she drunk. And, uh, so we call over the other lady. The other lady's like, okay, like I'll talk to her, see what's up. Talks to her and she's like, oh yeah, like we need to like cut her shift right now, which is not doing good. The lady, um, is bringing over some other drinks on the tray spills it until like three <laughs> drinks fall down tries to clean it and then the the manager is like like no like just go like you're done for today oh, and uh as she's trying to clean it and so they get like into a not a scuffle but a little yeah. a little bit of an altercation and then our waitress comes over and tries to give us like a five percent off coupon as she's being escorted out the door like not good at all. It was bad. That's great. Like it was, it was, it, it was so uncomfortable that it should have been funny, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like that, that's but great. Yeah. that's what that is. Um, fun stuff. Fun stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, the last thing before we get into what we had to talk about um so i had a, i went to the doctors last oh, yeah, week right. you did yeah so <laughs> i've been waiting to hear the results all day yeah i not made just, you not tell me them yeah not just any doctor a dermatologist mm. it's a skin doctor for the 
for the swine of the earth. Um, yeah, so I went in there. Um, I, I don't know. I wonder if there's any Jewish people who are dermatologists. <sighs> Probably not. Probably not. Um, I, I guess I'm kind of, I'm freckly. I have a lot of freckles. And I have, like, a couple moles, I guess. Moles is a weird word. But I go there. Uh, my aunt's had skin cancer. I don't know if it was, or I don't know if it's cancerous. Regardless, go there, sit down, um, fill out the paperwork, get called in. I, I get brought in by an assistant or an intern or something. Yeah. And she's like, so what are we doing? I'm like, well, we're checking out my top half <laughs> today. And I'm like, I didn't know. Like, I'm like, don't you know? And she's like, no. And so I'm like, okay, well... Like all my moles are above my waist, and so she's like, "Oh, we're gonna do a, we're gonna do an upper exam, an upper body exam." I'm like, "Okay," and she's like, "All right, I'm gonna go get the, the doc or whatever they call him. Um, just have your shirt off when she get, like, before she gets here." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Um, so she leaves. I immediately take off my shirt because I don't know how fast they're, they're gonna come. <laughs> it was like three minutes, so I was just watching a revolving ad. Um, like a on a TV. Yeah, it was like a computer thing. You could like click pictures and see like what different skin things uh, were and stuff. And so I was just watching it roll back and forth, and like so you know like a little person, like a dwar- midget yeah. dwarf. Okay, so like imagine like that height, but like a regular person, so more like an elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes in and she's like, "Hi, I'm Doctor, whatever her name is." Like aggressively shakes my hand, and she's like, "So we're checking out your upper body today," and I'm like, "Yeah," and she's like, "I have a giant mole on the middle of my chest," and she's like, "You always had that?" I'm like, "Yeah, since I was like little," and she's like, "Okay," and then looks at me, grabs my arms, lifts them up, turns me around. Touches my back and she's like, "You're good." That's it. <laughs> that was it. Didn't look at your your play button. Um, she oh she touched my head as well. She's like, "I'm gonna start here, work my way down, and just went like this, and like that was it." Huh. So I'm like, "Well, you wouldn't know if I had cancer." <laughs> so <laughs> she thanks did for just feel it. She has something that uh, yeah. a sense. So I'm issues. like, thanks for nothing. So that was it. It took me four wow. minutes. They didn't prick you or anything? Or nothing. Take blood? I, or? I was hoping it was going to be a little bit more invasive than yeah. what it was. Bummer. Yeah. So they didn't, they didn't have to probe me or anything. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. All right, so we're talking about today. We had, we had a little discussion this morning. Yeah, so we were we read, continue it. Yeah, we read a book together as staff, and the the question that was posed is well, there were, there were two questions that kind of um, go go back and forth to each other. One is a question of is is God good, and what that means, and then the second is is God trustworthy. So, yeah, do you want do you want to set you want to set them up? So, the if God is good question, I, I guess we could go more in depth in it, but to me it's all relative. I mean, it's a belief. It's not a, you can't. So let's, let's um, <clears throat> beyond the religious 
ideologies that we subscribe to. Mm-hmm. What is the <coughs> what is the statement of God being good actually mean? Because we have definitions for for God and what goodness is, but what is that statement actually saying? God is good yeah. in a non-religious setting. Yeah, I don't know. Oh really? Well, no. Let's think. Like, do you know? Do you have an answer for that? Yeah, I think it's. Think. I think it's more simple. I think that. I think what it is is. Um. Well. Okay. So it's going to be more simple, but it's going to sound confusing. Um. By the process of things that are natural. God producing those makes it good. good. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so, regardless of what that looks like, um, so it actually reduces the emotional involvement mm-hmm. that goodness has because you and I can talk about things that are good, but they get personal based on our experience. I am thinking, well, let's remove the personal mm-hmm. experience away. And what does that stand yeah. for then? Yeah. So like death isn't a good thing, right? But at the same time, it's necessary. So does that make it good? good yeah. Because if, if you have dead plants or you have decomposing things, you can bundle that together and make soil, which produces something new. Yeah. And is that is like the creation of something good? Like we then just, is, would life be considered good if there was no end to it, if yeah. there was no death? So that's what I, that's what I think is. But let's, let's go ahead and, and now break that down from the Christian point of view. Yeah, and that's, that's the struggle because— That's the question. What? Like, is God good? He's got good, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's so hard because bad things happen, but we just don't attribute them to God then because God has to be good. Yeah. So is God good is, uh, I don't know, because it, it, may, it doesn't, I don't know how to answer it. Because it's an image, it's a narrative you're putting on God. Because mm-hmm. according to the Old Testament, answer that question, is God good? Israel, yeah. Oh, he does have them get destroyed too, though. Like it's what I'm saying. Like it's a weird question because what are we basing it off of? Even as Christians, for, is, it, is it good for you? Is it good for me? Yeah. yeah. Because like, or God is good. Is that a hope statement? Is that more of us hoping God? Is and then, good? what if you're not a religious person? Mm-hmm. Because like a lot of the times, it's like, oh, God blessed, God blessed them, and. Mm-hmm. I'm not being blessed right now or I'm not receiving that blessing, but okay. Jeff Bezos, is he (laughs) like, is that a religious dude? No, but it seems like he's, he's, he's hit the the jackpot. He's got a divorce. Yeah. Well, (laughs) his, his wife is the richest woman in the world. I know. That's crazy. And like the fourth, I think richest person in the world or something insane like that. But crazy. I'm pretty sure he was having an affair anyway. So I think it was, yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, is God good? Is that a personal reflection of God in your life? Mm -hmm. Because that's what that's what it seems when you people have making those statements. Yeah, like I talked to a a high school kid a couple years ago who's an atheist, and I go, "Why an atheist?" She was um because she was I I don't know if God's real, and if he is real. I don't want to follow him because he's egotistical, judgmental, and not good. Mm. I'm like, she's not even denying that God, you know. She said, if he does exist, like, I don't like yeah. who he is, so. It's interesting. Yeah. 
Okay. Got it. Yeah, because and, and that's the that's a big question too is okay, if God is good without putting our own our own aspects mm-hmm. of what goodness actually is and we see like we see a, a passage in Exodus thirty four where God is talking about himself being good, like revealing who he is. Yeah, how is he good for the people that the Israelites go and then conquer in the name mm-hmm. of God? Yeah. Yeah. It's relative. If you're if you are the beneficiary of the goodness. Or are are you only a recipient of that goodness if you follow God properly? Yeah. I know, you, I know you love it. Story of Jonah, right? <laughs> yeah. Jonah's on a boat, and they're like, Who, who's the God that you worship? And he's like, I worship the Hebrew God, Yahweh. And then everyone on the boat starts freaking out. Well, if, God is, if God's good, why, why are they freaking out? Yeah. Shouldn't they be like, yes, we got <laughs> yeah. this one. It's like, we're going to be all right. No, they're like, oh, they're, oh crap. You got to throw everything off the yeah. boat, make sure it doesn't flip over. And then... To actually throw Jonah off the boat, like, yeah, because God's good. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting. That's an mm, interesting. Time. That is interesting. So, so that's the one question that okay, we uh, mm-hmm. we've answered it in two ways. One is the personal, the, uh, looking at it, and then the second one is what does it like holistically look like? So now, based on those two incomplete answers, are are people able to trust God? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to start it off, we'll start off with this real quick. We're saying, are people able to trust in a non-physical force? Mm. I would say yes. Yeah. That's what we're doing. That, that, that's my roadblock. Maybe I'm thinking of the word trust differently. Cause I'm like, I trust you. I trust my wife. I trust people yeah. and their actions and who they are. How do I trust a non-physical being. So, is there a difference between trust and belief? Hmm. I would say, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to... In this sense... So I'm going to compare it to two things. Do you believe in... um, Do you believe in the... Well, okay. Abraham Lincoln was dead before you were born, and he taught and spoke about things in 16th President of the United States, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had any physical interaction with Abraham Lincoln? No. Okay. Are you able to trust in Abraham Lincoln? No. No? No. Okay. Gravity. Yeah. Can't see it. Yeah. Is it there? Yeah. Do you trust it? Yep. Yeah. So, like, those are... Those because are, I've experienced it. Okay, have you experienced um, slavery? <laughs> like, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. So that's a force caused by Abraham Lincoln, right? Mm-hmm. Or the... the Not Abraham Lincoln, but yeah. Non-slavery. Mm-hmm. So we, we can experience something that we haven't had full yeah, contact yeah, with. Yeah. But now, like past that, can you make those... So I can trust that it happened. Okay. I could trust in its results and its effects, 
but can I trust it? Hey, right don't now? speak with that in your mouth. <laughs> so. Yeah. So so is your is your thing then? You can't. It's harder to trust in God because it's not a physical thing. Yeah, like, what does that look like? How does that impact my daily life? Trusting in God, how does that change the way I live? Hold on, I'm sorry, we're still on the invisible thing here. Yeah, because me, like, me trusting you, me trusting my wife, that changes the way I live. Since I trust my wife, I married her. Since I trust you, I'm friends with you. Mm-hmm. So it changes. I'll tell you things that I don't tell other people because I trust you. Like, yeah. But with a non-physical being, how does that change my mm-hmm. daily life? Talk to them whenever you want. Yeah, but that's where I'm just draw a blank. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm thinking that this idea of trusting in God is a weird idea. Not that it's wrong or bad or anything. It's just weird. And I'm trying to think, how does that play out in my daily life? I could, it could change the way I talk. Oh, I trust God. Something bad happens. I trust God. But does it, how does it really impact my life as That's a whole? A good question. I don't know. I don't know. Because believing God changes my daily life. So. Changes how I do things. Yeah. Changes the way I view the world. But trusting in God. So the example, something bad happens yeah. in my life that I have no control over. If I trust God, it doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. I have no option. Like, like, what does that mean? Does it does it change your psyche? So yeah, it would change the way I thought about it. Okay. It'll, because because essentially you're giving up responsibility for what it is, and you're giving that to uh-huh. God, right? You're releasing it yeah. not taking ownership becoming a victim <laughs> like like that's what that's yeah, what it sounds yeah. like to me because Should I lose if, my some, job? if something happens right mm-hmm. let's say you lose your job yeah. well now what oh i'm responsible to pull myself up by the bootstraps trust right and go go do something yeah. about it and not just be like ah I trust god i'm gonna sit here yeah there's gonna be a, a letter in the mail tomorrow yeah like, that's what I think when I hear that. And so it's like, okay, well, I don't know. <laughs> the, the thing that, we were, that we're going into is, is the only thing that we're able to trust God about the things that are unknown. Yeah. And then it just goes back to, well, what's unknown for you and, my, you and me living in North Peoria? Yeah. Pretty easy life. And, yeah. It's like there's okay, so um, let's think about let's think about necessities, place to sleep, have it check, mm-hmm. food, check, source of income, check, transportate like what what are the things that you ha- you and I have to worry about? Health, kinda. That is. I'm really twenty. Good. So death, I guess, car accident, like stuff like that. Okay. That's all I can think. I of. Yeah, but like, how how do you trust God in driving? I know, because then if you do get in a car accident, is that his fault now? 
Because you trust that he, you trusted him that that wouldn't happen. Yeah. And now it happened. So we, he's not trustworthy anymore. Yeah. We have the freedom of expressing religion, right? So, how do you trust God that you're not going to get persecuted today in in this country and state? Yeah. Versus, think about a poor a poor tribe in Africa. Mm-hmm. Do they have reliable shelter that they can go back to every night? No. Do they have a reliable source of food and water every day? No. Do they have a reliable source of health? Like, mm-hmm. so what they have, they would have to trust in God in all of those mm-hmm. things. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's the same idea that I, I say stuff all the time. I guys tongue clothing. Everything's gonna work out. Every, I just have a general idea. Like, life goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think of people who've lost, like, a loved one or whatever, and I'm like, how do they get through that? And I'm like, they have to. They have to wake up the next morning and go back to work. They, ha- like, they just they do have a choice. They can end it. Well, well, I think there's two choices. One, yeah, they can just carry on. Mm-hmm. Well, so there's two choices, and then there's a bunch of variables to those choices, right? So the two choices are you let it cripple you, mm-hmm. and then you're, you become owned by that thing that event that occurred mm-hmm. or to you, you move on. Right. And then obviously you move on, but you, you D, um, you make the situation become more normal, right? You talk about, you open up about those things. And so then, mm-hmm. then when someone does bring it up or, or whatever, it doesn't cripple you, you like again. it did that yeah. first time. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, uh, there's obviously things to cope with, with what, whatever it happened. But I think that there's two fundamental choices. You either let it cripple you mm-hmm. or you yeah. move on past that exactly. thing. So yeah, it's like, exactly. So now is that a is that a god infused idea that people have or is that I, like I I don't know at that point. Yeah. Because I'm going to do what I'm going to do based off of like my situation, personality, worldview exactly. and like everything like that. Cuz the people who moved on are the, was their only ability to move on because they believe God they trust in God because yeah. there's a lot of people who moved on from big events and they don't believe in God. Yeah. So you can't contribute just God being trustworthy to those events. And then what if you're not Christian? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, we attribute... So there's a universal, like, idea here that we can trust in something. So let's say you can trust in the universe working itself out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Christians attribute to God. And why I... And maybe it's because I don't trust God. I don't know. But I'm saying everything's going to work out because... Whatever situation I'm put in, I'm going to make it work out. Yeah, so, like, take this, for example. One person, person A is, I trust God will, will provide for me and get it done. Mm-hmm. And then goes and works and gets paid, gets a raise, gets the gets the girl, gets the job, like, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Versus you have the other person who's like, I believe in my hard work. Yeah. Gets the job, gets the, like, what's what's different in that situation yeah someone's just attributing it to something else yeah is that the like is that the only thing I don't know that's what I'm thinking so yeah I don't know yeah so like I, I we talked on the way here that <clears throat> I there's these things in my life and I either I don't know why they happened but I'm like I think I'm just lucky I think mm-hmm. it's just luck luck I contribute that God is 
blessing me or gracious to me. Mm -hmm. I'm just lucky or I'm doing something that's putting myself in those situations. So, like, trying to figure those out. Yeah. But it's weird. And then we get a reward if we trust God. Is that the idea? Yeah, we get a treat. Yeah. Since we trust God, we, we get something. I don't know. So, but the whole idea of trusting God, it hit me when we had to read that chapter. I'm like, hmm. It just made me think of it in a different light. Like, what is this? What are we saying when we say that? Saying we trust in a non-physical force that interacts with our life. Yeah. And then just to, like, not wrap up the conversation, but to just bring it full full circle is... So then based on those experiences that you have attributed to God, depending on whether he was good to you or not in those circumstances, like plays back whether or not you trust trust him. Yeah. So step one, you trust God. Step two, you have a good or bad experience. Step three is your reflection on you trusting God, whether you're going to continue or you're not going to. But that's only the Christian view. Mm-hmm. So it's like because I've talked to people and they go, oh, I've, I've tried. I've got a chance. I trusted God and He let me down. Mm-hmm. Then we go, then that must not been God. Yeah, because God would never let you down. And it's like, so we only attribute good, good things yeah. to God. It's interesting that we, for the most part, I don't know if people do this consciously or subconsciously, but attribute the good things to God and then the non-good mm-hmm. things they just chalk up as uh, as an Sin L or, or whatever. Yeah. But. But yeah. it's interesting because we have, like, this dualism in our culture, right, of, like, the good and evil. And so the good can only come from God, so the evil must come from mm-hmm. from, from Satan or whatever. But then it's like, well, where does the human come in, into interaction, play? Yeah. Because then what you're telling me is you have no free will and you're just a pawn on a chessboard. Um, yeah. That's where I'd like to get away from, like, right and wrong or good and evil to talk and just say, like, they're, like it just is, like... Some people get sick. Some people heal. Like, yeah. n- don't talk about either being good or bad. Like, it's and just talk about wh- what's there. Yeah, and don't attribute them to anything, and then try to figure out. Yeah, because when you when you do the good and evil, you create a movie. You create a story. You yeah. create a vacuum where it's like there's forces that are interacting with with you essentially, and then you're just a pawn because what you do doesn't actually matter. Yeah. So yeah. Versus... I have a good talk, but we'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Well, anything else you want to hit up? Like, Yen Sushi is good, <laughs> and Squid Ink is bad. Whatever. Yeah. All right. That's it. Cool. Peace. Bye.